Cabana. I'm your host, Matthew Lepore, and I'm on with a very special guest, Stephanie Grace. Hi! All right, guys, she is a country pop singer, and I think you first sang at Springford. Yes. Upper Providence when uh, you were 16? Probably. This is years... How old were you? Because now we, we can do the math. Oh, man. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, I, I do concerts, but I also do school assemblies. Sure. So that's probably the first place I met you was at your school. Oh God, that was, <laughs> I, I, I still remember that place doing all those like, uh, little banners on the walls. Yes. That school gave me such good vibes. Dude, they loved you. Oh, it was so, I felt like Taylor Swift. I think that That's was. That's what people called you. Yes, no, no, yeah, like that is, like, a, yeah. <laughs> I felt like Taylor Swift. Yep. I, that was the first time in my life I did a school assembly and I walked in there and never in my life had I felt so special. Like to have all these young people look up to you like your son. I'm literally just like, I literally am a huge nobody. <laughs> and these kids like look and yeah, I'll never forget. That was the first school that I ever went to. Yeah. And you yeah. were, you were equivalent to Taylor Swift in that school. That was pretty They neat. had like posters of you up. And all the girls yes. like, oh my God. That was so, I remember mm-hmm. just walking the halls yep. and being like, oh my God, that's my picture. <laughs> yep. Yep. Dude, you were, you were big and like, um. Uh, Dr. Patchkey, I believe it yes, was, right? she was the bomb. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. No, she's cool. Yeah. But yeah, they, they loved you. And, and of then, course, Michelle Fonte. Or she was like the reason. Right. right. She was the reason I went to your school. So shout well, out to so, Michelle if she's listening. So how did that happen? Um, Let's see. I just got to know Michelle through my shows and through some mutual friends. And she was like, you have songs that really could reach young people. Come to my school. Like, I want you to meet, I want my kids to hear what you have to say. And I think that would go over really well. And she talked me into it because I remember I was, I probably was 15 or 16 because I was in eighth or ninth grade. And I remember missing school to go to to your school. school. And (laughs) I just remember like sitting there, like, because I think it must have been an afternoon assembly because I remember being in like first period English class and being really nervous. Like, I've never done this before. Like, I'm not even concentrating on what my teacher's teaching about Romeo and Juliet. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm about to go in front of a bunch of kids and like talk and sing. Like, I was really nervous. This is starting to come back to me now. Yeah, I was feeling all kinds of emotions, but it was amazing. So, so how, so how was it then like on that drive there, like you're heading over to the elementary school, shout out to Providence yes. and you're about to get on stage. You hear all these kids. She's like prepping all of us. We're all getting hype. We're rumbling our feet. And then <laughs> the curtain opens and there you are. You're just, you're just ready to go. Oh my gosh. I will say there's really nothing in the world quite like it. I feel like if you're not someone who's ever performed in any aspect, whether Mm -hmm. you're on a sports team or a performer in any genre or, you know, dance, karate, whatever, like it's a rush. It is so you feel like you want to throw up and freak out and and scream all at the same time. (laughs) Nothing really quite can describe it terrifying. it is like, <laughs> it, i feel like too it depends on the type of person you are sure. i am a nervous freaking nelly so you know from a young age i got nervous being in front of people and it's funny because all of the careers i've had in my life have required me to be in front of people mm-hmm. 
I don't like it. No, it's not that I don't like That's it, so, but I, I get really nervous. It's so funny you say that because you've been performing in front of a lot of people too. <laughs> so like my entire life. I think it's like the Hannah Montana, like best of both worlds where I'm just like this really shy, like, and, and people who do truly know me don't think I'm shy at all, but like. I have what we call like the social battery. Like mm-hmm. it, it oh. runs out and when I'm low, oh, mm-hmm. like, and it runs low pretty quickly. So yeah, yeah it, it, it takes a lot for me to like get out there and perform and even years of doing it. I mean, I'm 26 now. The first time I sang in public, I was seven years old. It was my first grade talent show. So I've been performing years almost old. 20 years. I'm getting old. You were saying you're getting old. I'm getting old, dude. It's, uh yeah, oh, I just turned man. 26 this past November, so. Oh, jeez. Oh, you and Amanda um, have almost the same birthday. She's the 20th. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Oh, God, man. man. Wait, speaking of you and your family, wait, let me find the no. picture of one of the first shows just, you came to. Just so you guys know, if you're on YouTube, I know a lot of you guys are. Um, I'll put the picture up to blow it up. But You literally, so. Do you have, do you have the year did, that was? Hold up, we we can find the year. You all gotta show this off. Here, I don't know. How do we zoom in on you? Oh my god! Yeah, you and your brothers are holding up. What's the year? Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. I look like a little roly poly dude. Look at Ryan. I don't know if you guys can see this. (laughs) This is so great. Oh my god! Yeah, is that my dad? Oh my god! They're literally holding up a Stephanie Grace banner. Oh no! It was amazing. Amanda was like two. And yeah, wait. Hold on, I have a oh, picture no. of Amanda too. Oh no! Man. I'm like holding her hand. This is the cute. Oh my gosh, Amanda's now thirteen. She's thirteen, yeah. So you have to to show this off. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, guys, she's the cutest thing guys. in the entire world. And now she's a raging teenager. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Amanda, I love you, but holy shit, dude! Sometimes, oh. um. Wow. Oh Isn't that gosh, crazy? That is wild. Yeah. And now I'm saying your house doing a podcast. Yeah, right? And now I have a house. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, it's insane. We're all grown up now. That's crazy. Where so does the time go, man. See, no one no one told me this. I think I think when I was leaving middle school, I think that's when they were like, things aren't gonna slow down now, guys. Yeah. And now like mm-hmm. college is like wrapping up. Your career is just going mm. wild and like your, your house, you're married and you're a personal trainer. Yes. I, it's funny too. Like all the years I've done music, like going through middle school, going through high school, I'm like music, that's it. I'm going to yeah. be a singer. Like I don't care to what degree if I'm just the girl singing in the local bar or if I take it to Taylor Swift level, I don't care. I'm you doing were in the this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to if I could just like have that like from the rest of the world, that would be great. Um yeah, I just always thought music 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 and it's amazing to me how just life never goes as we plan and not saying like I'm not doing the music thing I am but I always thought music I'm not gonna get married I'm not gonna have a side job I'm not like I literally was just married to music and the last few years of my life have proved to me like you just you aren't in control at the end of the day you know we're just all along for the ride you got to keep an open mind because all the things that I never thought I would do have been the biggest blessings in my life thinking back to when we first met never in my life did I think I wanted to do assemblies because I remember being in the school auditorium and just listening to all the kids around me making fun of the guest speaker thinking for the love of god I don't want to do that 
I do yeah. not want to be that poor person up there trying to talk to a bunch of brats. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but no, it's it's but, it, that's a thing. People did get roasted for doing guest speakers. Oh, absolutely. But see, target you are you, it's target practice. Well, see the thing is, I think I think what was different was you were also. Like yeah, you were older than all this, but like not by that. Not much. by much. That helped, and and, th- and that helped because we could all relate. And the thing is, yeah. I think a lot of us, like I know, like me thinking, wow, this is really going back. Um, <laughs> yeah, it but really is. <laughs> I'm like, that's like really because like I'm sitting there, I'm like, I would be terrified, right? Like yes. I I could not even be like like I remember like presenting in class and like that. Yes. For me, like you're getting the jitters, you're freaking out. Yes. Um. Yes, and that's how I related to kids because mm-hmm. I would even talk about that like. As I, you know, that was my first assembly that I didn't plan very well. I just kind of had what I wanted to say and I said it, but then it kind of turned into an actual structured assembly over the years. And that one of the first questions I asked the kids is how many of you get terrified having to like present in front of your class? Mm -hmm. And every single person raises their hand and I'm like, see, we're all not that different. Yeah, exactly. You know, everyone wants to be too cool and like, you know, doesn't want to admit we're all freaking struggling, (laughs) man. Like, and that's kind of where I relate to kids because i'm like i am a kid <laughs> like i'm i'm still a kid i'm, tw- I'm 26 i'm still a kid I like get that all the I, time I'm i a big babies what they call me yes yeah. yes mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. i will always yeah. be a big baby and you know what though i think that's a really great way to live life like don't grow up never grow up and that's where i related to the kids and it ended up being like the biggest blessing to go to schools and talk to kids mm-hmm. and and have that experience so and then even like going even further back i never thought i wanted to sing in front of people i was too scared Oh, that's what I do as my main profession. And then, you know, like it's, yeah. And then like getting married, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, and it's not that I, I hold marriage to a very high standard. I mean, my parents have been married 30 some years, 35, 36 years. And I just thought like, I'm not worthy of that. I think mm-hmm. is what my mindset was. It's not that I was anti-marriage. It was that I'm never going to find a guy who wants to put up with this. <laughs> like, And I, in my late teens, early 20s, that's how I felt. And I guess I was 21 or 22 when I met my now husband. <laughs> and yeah, you know, started talking about marriage. And that's I'm awesome. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's been the biggest blessing. So it's like, and yeah, personal training. I never in my life thought I would have another profession I love as much as music. And here we are. I've been a personal trainer since 2019. And... It's such an amazing career. I feel that a lot. Amazing. Yeah. And same thing. I remember sitting at the front desk at the gym I worked at where I just took the job because I thought, you know what, maybe just for some extra money. I was, I don't even know how old, 18, 19. I was like, hey, let's, I go to the gym. I could work the front desk. That looks easy enough. And I remember sitting at that front desk watching the personal trainer, like the lead trainer at our gym thinking I would never want to do that ever like everyone says that you are responsible for another person's body like that's scary like I could break someone like you know like I'm thinking the worst you know and then and then I remember like the the trainer like hanging out with me at the front desk waiting for a client who's 20 minutes late (sighs) you know and I'm like I could never put up with that yeah does that happen a lot um you know what? I'm blessed that I have some pretty awesome clients, but over the years, I've had my share of clients who forget, um, mm-hmm. who are 15 minutes late for a 30 minute session. Yeah. Cause the sessions are 30 minutes, you know? So if you're 15 minutes late, that's... you only have 15 minutes, of... <laughs> yes. which I put a 15 minute buffer. So I'm, if I'm okay. feeling nice that day, I'll give them, I'll give them the extra time. No, that's, but... that's smart. I, that happens a lot. Like at our gym, shout out the, the gym in CrossFit outside Um, 
that they ha- we have like actual trainers and a lot of these guys were like pro-am and like they know what they're doing oh, wow. and then like people will like come like oh, well, i want you to train me and then they're like 30 minutes late mm-hmm. and they all come back up I'm, like yo lenny like what's going on dude i thought you i, th- I thought like uh thought you had a client I'm like <laughs> i'm not gonna name the guy's name but i'm just say like, aaron um I, like, I thought aaron's supposed to be here and he goes I'm going home. I'm like, <laughs> yes, and he'll just yes. leave. Yeah. So many times mm-hmm. I watched that trainer like go home early just with his head down, like mm-hmm. walking out the door. And I'm like, I could never do that. And now you're and doing it. Now I'm doing it. But you know, the main reason I became a trainer was, and I'm not one of those like women need special attention when it comes to weight training because mm-hmm. studies are showing men and women can train very similarly. Yeah. There's some differences as far as recovery and whatnot, but like, at the end of the day, we're going to squat, bench, deadlift, you know, Mm -hmm. we're going to do our cardio. Like, Mm -hmm. and, um, but at the same time, I do think going to a gym where it was very family oriented. Um, it was great. It was fantastic. And what's the gym? Uh, snap fitness. That's where, and I'm no longer there. I'm now 100% just like training on my own. Nice. Um, which is great, but you know, that's where I started out. And, um, I saw so many women, intimidated to go back in the weight room Mm because we had this little weight room like kind of and it was all the the dudes you know or or like the middle school guys or or like (laughs) you know you know with their buddies like trying to bench you you know and and like I just it broke my heart these women that Mm -hmm. I could see like like kind of like wanting to go back but feeling like oh I can't and because I felt that way too like for me like what actually got me into working out and lifting weights was a trainer telling me oh, okay. like yeah. you need to lift weights because all mm-hmm. I did was the treadmill and crunches and I left and how many women can relate to that like we I go to the gym we yeah. walk on the treadmill cardio bunny do our okay, maybe do okay. some abs. I didn't know that was going to be a derogatory you know? term but like I know that's what it's called <laughs> is that actually like a term that's like offensive no 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 it is I'm sorry no it's not a, it's not offensive I because <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta watch nowadays well, no, 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 because, I don't know um, well no because <laughs> so like my one friend uh, Francesca um she she's like pretty into weight training too but like she goes i think i'm gonna be a cardio bunny today okay. and like her and her sister will come in and we'll just all crack up um but okay i, I wasn't sure if that's like offensive no, but honestly no, no, no. let's be real like that you know point being a lot of women will go right to the cardio section mm-hmm. and honestly cardio is great too like yeah. you know as much as i prefer to lift weights and i will joke about cardio like rooting your gains <laughs> so um it's it's good for you it's good for your yeah. heart it's good for your overall health so cardio is great but when you're not doing any weight training and the thing with weight training is it requires so much more coaching and knowledge and i'm not saying you need yes, a coach but yes. go on youtube like you, you need yes, youtube yes, everything yes, YouTube, yes you know but yes. like YouTube even university uh, yes and uh, that's where i got my degree uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so many women though will like go on YouTube and they watch that and they're like, Oh, I don't know if I'm doing it right. And there's yeah. just so many very valid insecurities yeah. like going into the weight room. So my goal was to become a trainer so that I could get these women feeling empowered enough to step foot in the That's weight awesome. room. And, and it's been such a neat journey seeing women who one were afraid of weights. Like I'm going to become bulky. Yes. I hear that. I hear that all the time. I get that all the time. Like, like, um, like women, especially like in our gym, we're a big powerlifting gym. And a lot of yeah. people compete. Yeah. And what I hate, one, is like, I'm just going to say this. Anyone who's like standing at a woman and making them uncomfortable, you're a douchebag. Um, <laughs> Preach. I'm, I'm just, that's just, that's yeah. my biggest problem. But yeah. yeah, they're always worried about 
being bulky. Oh my God, if I, if I lift weights or I train shoulders, am I going to, I'm like, no, it's actually really healthy for you. Yes. You're going to get that lean look, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I will say too, and I know there are genetics play a role. Like, yes, yeah. there are some women who naturally could pack on muscle a little more than other women, but it's, it's not very common. Like no. most women who do look super jacked, like bulky jacked, yeah, well, you know what they're probably doing, <laughs> you know, and yeah, and it, and they're eating a lot. Like Dude. at the end of the day, I'm like, if you're stuffing your face with food mm-hmm. and training a lot, yeah, like you, you yes. might bulk up in a way you don't want to, but it takes yep. a lot. It takes a lot to get bulky. Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of women like that do strongman with all of us, especially like the lines dem. Um, nice. They uh uh. They they eat excessive amounts, but like that's yes. their goal. Yes, and but, and it, yeah. why is it a bad thing? It's not, you know, and, like and, why, it doesn't and, have to be this stigma. Yeah, you know? and those women are well. First of all, they are amazing. Yeah, but they will kick your ass. Yes. you have to <laughs> like, really like. Yes. I know. Be on their good side, people. <laughs> I know. Sheesh. I know my. I know my threshold. Yes. Yeah. I know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. So that's, that's, I think the big misconception is like the whole bulky thing for women who mm-hmm. that's not their goal. Like they, they want to get yeah. skinny, you know, like they want to get, mm-hmm. I, I like the word lean. Like we, lean you know, is, like yes. for people, especially women, like let's, let's focus on getting lean, but like to acquire that like body type, you do need to be lifting weights. Yes. Like you can yes. be like what we call the skinny fat where it's like, mm-hmm. you're not taking up a lot of room, but you don't have like, you know, the, the tone. I hate the, t- the word toned. But I feel like that appeals to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. You can't technically tone a muscle. Like, if we're going to get very technical. But that's the term I use because I know people know what I mean. Yes, You know, yes. like, basically, instead of, like, drab, it's, like, Yes. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever language I got to speak to. to well, no, I'm, through, I'm glad but. you're explaining this because, like, there's – and, like, I know, like, a lot of women, like, Francesca and all you guys um, that, that usually watch this um, – this Hi. is great. You have an actual <laughs> professional trainer who's telling you guys yes. it's all cool. Yes. Um, and like, I know like a Thank lot of you. these guys, like, like, like Patsy, she's in a PL meet on, I think Sunday. And like, she's so awesome. like I, I need to get toned. I'm like, Patsy, you are, you, you are certified for CrossFit. Like why, like, why are you freaking yes, out? Yes. And she's like, yeah, but I'm like, I think the industry does get her a little bit. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Like, and I, I, I think too, it, it does depend what your goals are. Mm-hmm. And like, if you are like a CrossFit person or a powerlifting person, it's like, you can't sit there and be like, I want abs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yes, abs, low body fat percentage, yeah. you know, that's mm-hmm. at the end of the day, abs, you just, it's a low body fat percentage. Yeah. And I have to tell that to a lot of people because they're like, well, I, if I do crunches, I'll get abs. And I'm like, mm. It's so much more than that. Yeah, it's, so more, it's more, more in the kitchen that. than anyone like, yes. can realize. Abs are made in the kitchen. I used to hate that saying, but like it's it's a fact. It's pretty true. But yep. yeah, so that is like a big barrier. And also, again, women who aren't like your your badass girlfriends here that Dude, like do this, you they know, scare me sometimes. for just like, <laughs> they do. for like the the everyday women who mm-hmm. aren't familiar with this stuff, it's foreign. Like yeah. literally. I had this lady like bragging to her boss at work that I bench pressed 200 pounds. And I was like, you bench pressed? No. Oh, I was like, holy shit. No, I showed her a one rep max on a squat. Oh, for 200 pounds. Oh, nice. How about Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. And she told her boss I bench pressed too because she didn't know the difference <laughs> between a squat and a bench press. And I'm not making fun of her because, like, a few years ago, I didn't know the difference. Sorry, we always there's joke so about... There's so many terms. Like, there's so many terms. We always joke about, yeah, dude, I don't really want to, like, vertical leg press it. I'm like, isn't that just, like, a squat? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> vertical leg press. <laughs> yes. I'm like, 
<laughs> yeah, then you add like like the mm-hmm. other like the the street terms. Yeah. You know? like, well, see, we're just assholes more there. <laughs> or like, well, like my my one buddy, he made like a TikTok, and he was like, "All right, dude, it's time to do legs." And like the TikTok was like, he had the bar and he falls over, and then he keeps he just like rolls onto the bench, and then like and I'm like, dude. TikTok has been great, but also so bad. it's then I think that's the other thing. These poor women who are I trying know. to get into this yeah. see a video of a dude leg pressing like way too much weight and his knee just like those videos make me. Cr- I can't watch. I can't. You, you, you know what videos I'm talking about. I can't. I can't watch that. So I follow Jim Fail Army on Instagram. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And yeah. I see those mm, like, oh, no. So bad. And, and I'm like, look, here's, at the end of the day, and this is something else I want to stress to people because I normally don't go off on this rant, but I feel I need to because there's fear around lifting weights. And again, not just women, mm-hmm. everybody. I yeah. mean, I have guys who are in their 50s who are like, I shouldn't, you know, I, I, my knees are bad. I shouldn't be lifting weights. Like, that's going to make it worse. And I'm like, yeah. quite the opposite, my friend. Here's, here's why people get injured in the gym here's the secret sauce okay they are lifting a weight a load whatever you want to call it that their body was not ready for that day that moment ego lifting yes Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's 100% ego like Mm -hmm. like for example when covid closed the gyms for two years guys were coming back in benching 135 thinking like you know it's 135 that's petty like and they haven't done crap for you know a year or th- yeah. six months or however long it took for the gyms to get back open yeah and they go to bench 135 and oh my god ow 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 mm-hmm. and they're coming up to me like i don't get it like i bench press it. i'm like and i always ask people when's the last time you bench press that yeah. because if it's been you know a significant amount of time you need you and i know you i always tell everyone put the ego at the door mm-hmm. bench the bar maybe put 10s on maybe put 25s mm-hmm. on and it's harder for men you know, because yeah. it's like you don't want to sit there with your little 10 pound, like little 10 pound weights on there and and yeah. feel that. But it's like times like people just it's, it's a normal assumption to think like, well, I did this before. I should be able to do this now. Yeah. And that's totally fine. But what happens sometimes is the body is not ready for it. Yeah. And that's nine times out of 10 what causes an injury. It's mm-hmm. not like you're using bad form, which Thank sometimes yes. sometimes form might have something to do with it. But studies are showing not as much as people think. So the fear mongering needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Like if your back is slightly rounded on a deadlift or if your knees are caving in a little on a squat, that's not, especially mm-hmm. if your body is used to doing it that way. And especially like depending on like your body type, like, like an endomorph. And yeah. So like, yes, yeah. like you're, yeah. So the, the main thing is just, do proper warm-ups and how you how you warm up properly yes, warm you. up for what you're going to be doing thank if you're bench pressing you, don't walk on the treadmill like you can if you want to walk on the treadmill go for it how's that going to warm you up for your bench press thank you like if you're bench pressing bench the bar if your top set is 225 bench 95 135 yes. like work up to it so that is how you prevent injury nine times out of ten is and also, like, being aware of what your body's prepared for that day. Dude, thank you for saying this because it's, you. like, I have a certified... I hate telling people this because they hate hearing it. And no, people it's... think I'm full of crap. But I'm like, well, this is the truth. This is what the current evidence is showing. Well, no everything you just it. said, we just had an incident. Um, I heard from his buddy because I saw him the other day. The kid uh, herniated his L4 and L5 deadlifting. Pulling a load he shouldn't have pulled. Yeah. Yep. 
and he wasn't he didn't warm up I, like mm-hmm. these these high school kids mm. and you literally just said everything because <laughs> like i tried because people that come in like they, they'll, they'll see my videos they'll look me up on like strongman or whatever it is and they'll go hey i want to go with you yeah and then yeah. i'm like and i want to do what you're doing yeah and mm-hmm. i'm like i'm like my, my, my buddy kevin sorry kev i'm just gonna shout him out sorry buddy <laughs> throw I'm, him just under gonna, the bus. I'm just gonna throw him under the bus Here's you know the I love bus. he's flicking you right under he we were doing we were log pressing and I'm like, dude, you're not, you, you got to warm up this way. Trust me. And he warms up and he, I think he was doing like 125 over his head. I'm like, dude, like I, the, you, this is like your fourth week. He puts it over his head and he goes, yeah. And I'm like, okay. All right. Put you're it down. Like, no. And, he, and then as, as like an <laughs> asshole, he goes, yeah. Ma-. And then dr- I'm like, dude. Oh, dude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. Cause like people will see that and be like, oh my God, I should never do that exercise again. Yeah. Or like your friend who did, like people are like, oh, deadlifts break your back. And it's so not true. It's literally yes. just someone picked a load their body wasn't ready for. Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm, yeah, and, and the, the proper one t- to go into like you and your, your friend going together. That's where it's kind of dangerous. Like I, yeah. I love accountability. Having mm-hmm. an accountability buddy gets your butt to the gym. You know? That like you know, like I forget <laughs> where I heard that's the goofiest thing. I probably shouldn't have said it, but. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's cool. I'm a big dork. I've kind of embraced being a dork at this, this point. Is, this so. is behind the music and behind the lifts. There yes, I am a big dork. <laughs> like, And yeah, so it's hard to be serious for a second, but back to being serious. Um, you know, it, it's good to have someone to go to the gym with. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's great. And, and studies do show having someone go in on it with you helps hold you accountable yeah sure but the danger in that is if you get someone like matt here who's been lifting weights for a how long have you been lifting weights i don't know like Like a long time probably has it been years uh, like years we're talking yeah i'd say since like freshman year that's yeah so and then you get someone who either has never stepped foot in a gym or it's been a couple years it's It's been been a couple couple months even a couple months like you almost need to kind of like not start over, but you, yeah. you do need to <clears throat> scale it back and rebuild. Yeah. So if you get that pairing in the gym together, there's that, that ego. And I don't say ego it's just like that natural pressure of like, well, he's yeah. lifting that. I mm-hmm. don't want to do the empty bar. If he's got plates on his bar, well, it's also like, hard at that gym. Cause like, especially like there and I see it all the oh, time that atmosphere. And it's like, it's uh, most of the, most of the people that I'm friends with there that he see me lift with. Those guys are competing. Like my coach won the Arnold. Um, so, and, and when I'm lifting with, when I'm lifting with him and like, and I'm there with like Rick and everyone like shout out those guys. Um, it's like, well now he's coming into this fold, but they don't care. They're all great people. They're, they don't, they don't give a two, two flips if you are. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, is, and then you see it a lot of time, like the lion's den, you have like Joey Zatmary, who's like lifting with Juju Mufu and all those guys. Oh my gosh. And then it's like, I'm there. And then there's these like. 18, 19 year old kids that see them on TikTok and then yep. they're there. Or yep. like there was a big incident at Power Bill where the kid lost his toe. Jeez. Oh, Be careful when you guys pull sumo. That's all I say. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Sheesh. Another case for conventional. <laughs> Just kidding. Dude, listen, I, I dog on people so much about the whole sumo thing. It is. <laughs> thing like look any to me you're deadlifting i'm happy like i i will joke like, yeah. but you know no i was very just, glad when i saw you pull conventional the one time i was like thank <laughs> god I, <laughs> if i'm being honest i tried sumo for the first time like a year ago 
I couldn't, I, I didn't like it. Okay, thank you. I, I was, okay. I couldn't yeah. get my stance wide enough. I felt like I was just squatting the, it was weird. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like yeah. it, but. and that, Some people love it. Oh, yeah. some people, that's the only way they pull, which is fine. But I, here's the, I think everyone should be exposed to all kinds of lifting all kinds of variations yeah that is healthy that's awesome but sometimes you know go with your personal preference and for me it's conventional but if that's sumo for you great keep pulling sumo we'll we'll probably make fun of you but (laughs) it's it's funny because like i still give it to him like like a lot of the guys like a power build shout out joey um yeah they're still pulling a load of 700 it's incredible but it's it's just the the thing is is like the rom range of motion it's a lot different. Like I had him pull the same thing, conventional, and it, listen, yeah. buddy, six fifteen looked kind of heavy, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're two yeah. different yes. kinds of yes. lifts. I mean, yes, they're both deadlift variations. Which again, you should have exposure to both. That's well, great. you should. It's great for your adductor and abductor. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. But you're not gonna be able to pull the same weight for sure. No. <laughs> yeah. Unless you like Larry wheels. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you said that because like I I do feel bad. Plus, like. In like my community, you're you, it's illegal to pull it in strongman. You can't pull sumo. Really? No. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of the guys that like are pulling in the eights or nines at the gym, they're like, "Oh, you guys just pull sumo." We're like, "No." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, and here's another thing I like to tell people about too: strength is specific. And Not I sure. know that sounds like well, duh. Like you get better at what you do consistently, duh. No, people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, well, maybe if I like keep doing push-ups, I'll get better at my pull-up. And I'm like, no, you'll get better at doing pull-ups by doing freaking pull-ups. Yeah. Like, yep. and you know, like this transfers. A lot of things don't really transfer unless it's variations. Mm-hmm. Like again, you're you're very like squats. If you do pin squats, pause squats, you know, tempo squats, your regular barbell squat, oh, your front squat. Oh, dude. Oh. Mm-mm, no, I will take a normal barbell squat. Thank you very much. But, but it's good to have exposure to all different yeah. kinds, you know, and lunges, step ups, all of that. But, you know, if you're someone who is competing for a specific competition and your, you know, standard barbell squat needs to be, you know, peak, like you should be doing, you should spend all your time doing that. Yes. You know, obviously yes. in a structured way, in a structured program. But yeah, so I think when people come to me, I always say, like, what do you care about? What do you like? People oh, think that's, just, yeah, that's actually really right? good. Yeah. Cause people think just cause I'm a trainer. Like sometimes people think it's a cop out. Like, Oh, she just is too lazy to write me a routine. I'm like, no, I'm going to write your routine, but I'm going to write a routine based about what you care about. Like if you're yeah. someone like a woman who wants to be able to do 10 pushups on her toes and she can only do two right now. Cool. We're going to yeah. do a lot of pushups. Nice. You know, I like that. no, that's like, cool. But if you're someone who just doesn't care, I'm just looking to get healthy. Cool. I'm going to have you do compound lifts, some accessory work at the end, some abs, whatever. But you know, like I, I want to know like what two people, care about what do they want to get better that, at you know see, good trainer guys that is <laughs> no that you. is that is really good because there's a lot of people who yeah train. shut up drop and give me 20 i don't yes. give a shit what you want to do exactly oh, or they like yeah no, no no but no you can curse it's fine it's all i don't normally curse no I'm you're sorry. fine you're fine jk i curse a lot but <laughs> I, I, I don't normally curse on camera <laughs> it's all cool i i, I like well when i'm not in school i'm, I'm working in the kitchen and like it's oh, just yeah. it is the, see, it flies for me it's like band practice like yeah yeah it just, Love, it, shout out to my band we, there you guys go. There's lots of fun words flying out. But, <laughs> and it rubs off on you. Get, yes. Just like, you know, weight training, like what you're constantly exposed to, mm-hmm. you get better at. Yeah. Constantly exposed to cursing, you get better at cursing. Yes, it's, you do. Yes, you do. It's a, it's a, it's a bad Sorry, habit. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my one buddy with, 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 with our other podcast, Centering in Silence, um, being in the kitchen, I, I try to scale it back as much as I can, but him and I are such good friends. Oh, once you're comfortable with the person... 
Mm. Yeah. Game over. Like after the podcast, he goes, "Sorry, Gavin, I'm gonna rat you out." He goes, <laughs> "Matthew, stop fucking." Cr-. I'm like, "Dude, I'm sorry," because like I was explaining like a story, and I'm like, "This mother," and I'm just letting it fly. And then he's just like, he's like, "Bro, like, <laughs> just please stop." And then he's like, "Stop." I need you to reel it in, buddy. Reel yeah, it in. It's hard. Uh, it is. It, yeah. It is. Yeah. And I love when people tell you to stop cursing, but they curse in their statement yes. telling you to stop yeah. cursing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, it's we work do that and we like, joke about it. We're like, stop fucking cursing. It's not fucking allowed. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Yep. My mom's like, where the hell did you learn to talk like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Iron- and ironically, like, I'm like my major is teaching so it's like i have to reel that in very quick yeah so <laughs> yeah going to the schools and doing the assemblies at that time in my life i did not curse at all like at all and getting into my late teens and 20s um you know that they, they start to slide out a little bit more mm-hmm. and i can remember like going to a school and like being up there in the microphone and like i forget what i almost said it was really bad and i i caught myself but i was like Ooh. oh no actually i it happened at a show one time um it was uh we were doing a song by miranda lambert who is like renowned for like i don't know just the typical like angry scorned female country singer like wanting to like kill someone who did her wrong like that kind of thing you know so i was like oh another crazy bitch country song and there's this 11 year old girl sitting in the front like staring her mom's looking at me like and i'm like my guitar player's like ooh. there was this so i was just slipped out i'm sorry yes yeah literally i don't curse a lot but it it just happens that reminds like this i was at the renaissance fair and there was this guy doing like he was doing like a like a comedy bit reading these poems and oh he, no. he said like, a really messed up poem he looks in the crowd there's like this 11 year old girl and it was something it was just something so profane oh no and he goes yeah. mm. shit pulls out a five and then walks up and goes go buy a beer wait and then it was i'm like oh dude that is priceless oh jeez. Oh, dude kids are everywhere like the one day i was at work mm. And I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Because like, I guess like a tent top walked in and there's this mom and her like three kids. And I'm like, mm. dude, um, mm. you guys have a great night. They're like, you too. Uh, yeah. And it, for me especially, like, so I grew up doing these school assemblies. Yeah. You know, like growing up as someone who ideally wants to be a role model. I know a lot of people in the music industry especially don't want the label role model. Oh, you don't think Kanye's got and it all locked <laughs> yeah, up right he's, now? <laughs> he's sitting there like, look up to me, peasant. Oh, um, but, you know, I I kind of embrace that because yeah, that's no. truly what I want to be because yeah. I think our youth needs a little hope, you know, to be moral and, and to be wholesome and classy like i feel sure. like that's kind of gone out of style and trust me nothing wrong with chicks who go out there and do their thing yeah, you know yeah. they're like are anti-classy that's fine <laughs> i don't i don't know how to say it nicely i know what you're you, saying, you know what I'm saying. You, I got that's you. fine you do you girl like you look great i don't care but like for me like my thing was always like i just want it to kind of be like like the clean cut mm-hmm. like yeah role model yeah and it's funny like i'm getting into my like late 20s from 26 oh sorry her 20 21st birthday was like last week guys she got totally messed up it was crazy wild wild she ended up in a ditch it was crazy yeah awful (laughs) 
honestly like and that's the thing too like i i don't drink much like i'll i'll drink like i and i i've remained just like and i remember someone telling me like you're gonna grow out of that squeaky clean like image like you're gonna grow out of it i don't see you and that, that i'm like dude. that's and now like being 26 i'm like it's who i am yeah. like mm-hmm. i have no shame and like being like I don't know, whatever you want to call it a yeah, dork no. like it just you know i i think there's ways um to just be someone that people can look up to and still mm-hmm. be cool but also not sacrifice your morals altogether and i think that's know? why i think you have a lot of success especially like well no I, and this is me being very honest i think because of how your personality is right you have like my like i'm like oh amanda yo guess who i'm seeing tomorrow and she's like who i'm like oh Stephanie. oh my oh, and, but see, like that's the she's thing she's 13 and she still cares yes. oh yeah well, it's so- i feel like i lose them after 11 <laughs> 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 you know like they're that's- too they're too cool for stephanie grace after like no well see i think you know? i think because of your impression on her right and what she sees and all this kind of stuff it's not what what she's well she's also super in the country but that helps <laughs> but but the thing is is like i think a lot of kids are seeing things like the whole kanye situation right now and they're seeing a lot of the music industry take like a weird turn or like nice. a lot of them are into rap and they're seeing a different side of the lifestyle yeah right yeah and i think someone like you who has awesome songs Thank does you. all these assemblies does all these cool things and then okay this is someone that makes amazing music and i can look up to them and you don't have a scandal you know every every two weeks yeah and you know and that's my goal like to remain that way so i do feel bad when i slip out curse words sorry everybody but you know (laughs) again i am human um but at the end of the day too like i think that also like not having like and by the same token i don't have like an interesting story because i auditioned for the voice i auditioned for the x factor and the voice I got one round away from uh, the chair. T- or actually, there, there's multiple rounds before the chair turning around. People don't know. You have like 8,000 auditions for people who are not, you know, whoever the coaches are these days. I don't even know. Um, you know, you're, you're performing in front of producers multiple rounds before you get your butt on TV. So I was like a couple rounds away from actually being sent out to LA to get in front of those producers. Oh God. All right. And, um, which is a a huge honor to get that far, but the paperwork they had me fill out, didn't even really ask about singing. Like they literally were like, what hardships have you had to overcome to become the singer you are today? Do you have any, uh, not like health problems, but yeah. that's like kind of what they were hinting at. You know, that's, does your family yeah. support what you do? Do you have anyone in your life who doesn't support? I'm like, what? Well, it's, it's funny you say that because so like that's, so that's the joke where it's like, um, the sob story. Yes. The sob story. Like there is, I, I have to find it. I'll put it up for you guys. If I can find it. It's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a picture of this, uh, this like young woman, who is this amazing singer? She's like the prodigy. She plays violin, but she like comes from like a like a nuclear family, you know. And then you have this this kid who's like an okay singer, but like his dad's gang, like all this stuff. Yeah. And then and then it's like his mom doesn't support him. He's been living on the. And then it's like yeah, yeah, she is so homeless. clearly better than him, but yep. he wins. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. One hundred percent. And yeah. I remember being like, I am healthy. I have a beautiful family who supports what I do. My community's embraced what I'm doing. 
wow, I'm boring as hell. They ain't going to want me on their show. Well, see, and sure not, enough, they didn't. Yeah. You know, they did not want me. And, that's their loss, yeah. And I appreciate that. But it, it's it's sad to me how, like, you, you do have to have something. So <laughs> I remember, like, someone said to me recently, like, you should audition for American Idol. And I'm like, at least that one seems to focus a little more on that. I'll be honest, I don't even watch the shows anymore. And Neither it's not because I'm bitter, but I'm just like, here's the other thing. Who's won The Voice the last six seasons can I you name a winner tell you no they make you sign so much paperwork that like you're stuck yeah like you can't go do what you want to do mm-hmm. like they control you they own you so it's oh, almost really? to the point where it can backfire like i'm probably like gonna get freaking blacklisted now by the music <laughs> industry ratting out all the secrets but no it's true like you end up signing paperwork that they own the rights to your songs your yeah. previous songs your future songs really and i'm like I'm sorry. Where were you when I wrote that song, recorded that song, spent mm. hours in the studio working on it? Like, I mean, of course, you know, labels have their sense. cut, but yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, yeah. So the, the show route, not for me. I'm not a spectacle. I sing, I speak from the heart and that's what you get. I'm sorry. That's boring. I don't but, think that's boring. You know? I think, I, th- I think that's the, I think that's the problem with like a lot of these TV shows. And I think that's why people don't know the winners. Cause it's not, it's everyone's like, okay. Like, uh, what was it with, with like X factor? It was like, you always had like a singer win so many times, but then you had this like, well, I mean, aside from that one gentleman, I can't remember his name. <laughs> like, no one does. No, 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 no. He's he's actually. <laughs> oh, is he actually famous? No, he's like he's a famous comedian now because. Of oh, it. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh, oh, that's gonna bug me. See, so that's much. It's, I know uh, who you're talking about. Yes, though. yes. He actually I'll has had him, a career. Yes. yes. But he is funny. But like that's like that. Like you have like all this stuff, and like singers will win off these crazy stories. But then you have people who have like these wild talents, like magic, whatever it is. Yeah. And they never win, and it's just. Yeah. I think that's what drives people away. Where it's like you have these authentic people not even just singing not even just anything else but it's like they might not have a crazy story they're just super talented yeah they're just doing their thing you know god forbid (laughs) right (laughs) yeah yeah but i was thinking maybe like i could be like i'm just a poor little personal trainer from douglas tucky pennsylvania (laughs) (laughs) i'm like how can we spin this you You know know? what you know what term Uh, i just learned the other day it's maybe uh a couple weeks ago Pencil Tucky. Oh yeah, yeah. I See, didn't know that was a thing. I'm from Douglasville. We call it Douglas Tucky. I graduated from Boyertown. We call it Boyer Tucky. And yeah, Pencil Tucky. Oh, yeah. God. I didn't. I didn't know that existed. <laughs> that probably offends someone somewhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. And I, I, I brought it up, guys. Cancel me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're both it. being canceled. Um. But no. Yeah. I, like I. I saw it. Um. Someone that I graduated with tweeted it out. Like, oh my gosh, what's it like being like not living in Pencil Tucky? I was like, <laughs> and then my dumbass went. <laughs> I'm going to comment because I have to at this point. What's Pencil Tucky? And the absolute backlash that I got. Oh, I bet. People I were bet. like, are you kidding me, Matt? Like, you live in Royersford. Like, what do you... And like, I'm just getting like... like, like, And it's like, I'm getting roasted. Yeah. Oh. People are like, taking pictures of my forehead. <laughs> like, bro, People this... are cruel, man. Well, I, I mean, I know all what? these people. I didn't take that any helps. offense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Then they can roast you if they know yeah. you. No, I, yeah. I didn't take any offense. So I thought it was funny. But I was like... Bro, I didn't mean to like yeah, have well, a whole thing. It, yeah. it depends where in Pennsylvania you're from sure. because yeah. um, I remember being in Nashville for an event where there were artists from all over the country. And, you know, I had this girl from California and I was talking to her and, you know, how she was getting her start. And, and she was like, where are you from? I love your accent. And I was like, what accent? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. have an accent. Yes. But I said, Pennsylvania. She's like, 
Oh, that's weird. Cause like, isn't pencil like she was picturing like the cities, like Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Pittsburgh, you know? And I'm like, I'm from Douglasville and Pennsylvania. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, what accent? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like to this day, I'm like, what is she talking Dude, about? Pe- I, I I forget like and like when like my grandparents come or wherever it is, like people like forget that like I'm like from Trenton, and they go, dude, like your family. I'm like, D- I, listen. <laughs> And, oh, dude, it's wild. Uh, I think the first time I ever saw someone that looks like, oh, I love your accent, was my my best friend's uh, family. They're from Georgia. Now, I never thought... Well, see, southern accent. Yes. That's an accent. I never thought about, like, me having an <laughs> yeah, accent. Yeah, right? So I'm like, oh, God, I love you guys. And they're like, you have the accent. I'm like, what? No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. I always, I always heard that, like, that's a thing. Like, I still have, like, an, like uh, I saw, like, a TikTok where it's, like, this, this uh, young woman, she's from the uk and she goes now you're gonna hear my american accent and i was like oh my god they do the same thing there yeah wow mm-hmm. yeah it, it's per- perspective you know yeah it's very interesting oh god pencil t- <laughs> i don't know man it's just yeah. it, it, <clears throat> mm. i wish people could like experience what pennsylvania is like because they can go from a place like philly heading down like 476 and you're in, like places like kop and then you yeah. get going out you get to like o and j boyertown yep yep i i love pennsylvania you know, yeah, I just get I f- a taste of all of it. Well, see, you could you travel though pretty frequently, right? Yeah, over the years, not so much recently, but I mean, we'll see this summer. I'm hoping, hoping oh. to have a very busy summer. It's, Big things it's looking in the summer? good. Yeah. Can you? Can you? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, my, I have a full band: two guitar players, uh, bass player, drummer, and you know, we're we're. Hoping to expand the market outside of Douglas Tucky this summer. So oh I'm so gonna use that. <laughs> I am so gonna get like crapped on for and, and I swear it's all in good fun. Like I yeah, I sure. love my hometown. Like Douglasville's awesome. Honestly, like I don't even think it is like an actual Douglas Tucky, to be honest. <laughs> like it's rural, but it's not No, yeah, no. When I was when yeah. I was heading here, I was like It's nice. Yeah. Well, cause yeah, because thought- here we are. We're in Douglasville right now. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Is this nice? No, it is nice. It is- <laughs> yeah, no. I was, I was, I was pleasantly surprised because, like, I, like, um, when I did to see like the polychromatics, um, shout out you guys. It was like it was like super, like almost like inner city, and then it would like mm. it was kind of like this. And I was like, this Pennsylvania is wild. Yes, dude. like it doesn't but- take long, like just driving mm-hmm. to see like. A variety of landscapes. Yeah, it's nice though. And then Jason, like he's in, he goes to Kutztown. It's like I've had to pick him up, take him, and I'm like, I'll go through like not almost in a Reading, but like it's literally the same way here, like turning right. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll just keep going, and it's just farms. It's just that's all it is. <laughs> yes. Like, like, oh, yes. I, no, I remember doing an assembly at Ole Valley Middle oh, School, no. and like okay. we pulled in the parking lot, and I'm like, is that? cow manure yep. <laughs> like you're just Sandy with Twin Valley it's the same thing <laughs> oh I did an assembly at Twin Valley too that was fun Twin Valley was great the other thing going to all these schools every school is like we're your favorite school right and I'm like I love you all oh. equally I will not be put on the record shouting out any school guys, over okay. but it was obviously spring <laughs> See, she's just saying this because I'm here, but like. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's special to me that that was the first school I went to. 
I, I will hand yeah. it to Springfield. They do a really good job, and I think they do care about their student body. Yeah. And the thing is, like, like, like when you came, they did a lot of promotion for you too. Like, they did. We're like, we're like, oh my gosh, this singer's coming. She's young. She's hip. She's gonna. Yeah. And like, here's her songs. Like, didn't they play my songs ahead of time so you they, guys they knew get, them? I like, think, I think I still have like that CD from like oh years. I think it's still in my mom's car in the dead. Yeah. Oh God. I'll have to. I'll put it mm. in for you guys. I'll, I'll take a picture of where it is and then I'll put it up. Um. <laughs> No, because I'm I'm like I'm like a Vintage thousand percent positive because like her and I had lunch and I like she needed like a pen. I'm like, no way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I think like four days later I reached out to you to do this. Yeah. That's so neat. Yeah. The um the f- I I think the CD you have, which obviously you're gonna show it. You can edit yeah, this it'll, out. It'll pop but you guys will see it. if it's life's okay, let's just say that was my first. So my first recording in Nashville. Actually, no, it was. The Stephanie Grace EP, that's probably the one you have. Dang it. I wanted to talk about recording, but now like I don't know which one you're gonna show. Well no, well no, it's it's fine. You can you can you can bring them up and guys listen, I can I, and I can go to yeah. like Spotify or whatever it is and just like Yeah, okay. Yeah. So what so what was it like, I guess, being at that age in recording? Like was it like kind of like a surreal experience? Like it honestly made me feel really nervous because I and, and it's like opposite of what you would think because when you're recording, if you mess up, you can do it. That's again. what I was gonna say. Like and again and again and again and again. Um, but I was so nervous the first time being because I went to Nashville to record for the first time, yeah. and you know I'm in the studio with a bunch of adults. I'm 15, and I don't play an instrument. I don't read music. I wrote these songs. You know, here they are. And it, it was nerve wracking. They're like, sure. you know, take it again from here or whatever. And everyone was just so fast paced that I just felt like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. But yeah. once I kind of like got in my element, was able to just focus on singing and like that, what I do, um, it was, it was surreal. Like knowing, like That's I wrote cool. these songs and now like they're going to be documented for the whole world. To That's hear. so cool. It's, that is, it's that really weird. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so how do you, so how does that work when it comes to like, you're going to record an EP, you're going to record an album. I'm not sure if that's the same thing or if I messed that up. EP is half an album. So okay. that's, you know, so you have your single, that's one song, your EP, which is like extended play. So it's like four to six songs. And then your I'm album learning. is, I don't even know how many songs. No one makes albums anymore. Really? <laughs> it's really sad. Probably because if I had to guess why they don't make albums anymore, the attention span on society so short now that no one's going to sit there and listen to like a 12 song album anymore. If I had to guess, I could really? be wrong. For an independent artist like myself, the reason is financial because it's like to record a whole album and then put it out and then everyone hears it and then two months later like okay what's next and it's like well i just dropped thousands oh. of dollars on this album y'all heard it now it's like okay. the excitement's over no so that actually makes singles, a lot of sense singles is kind of the, the way the future now where it's like release a single and like wait a few months release another single that sort of oh. thing or an ep I, I have three eps since 2012 and now i'm just doing the single thing so yeah. that's awesome that's really, that's really cool. Thanks, no, that's actually that's yeah. actually really smart because I I never would have thought of it like that because I guess like someone who's not in the music industry, um, Ugh. and like learning from the polychromatics, especially from you, someone who's in the industry, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's changing constantly. Really, the technology like it evolves, man. It's it's hard to keep up. That's wild. Yeah, I never yeah. I never would have thought of that. I would have always thought like, okay, you're gonna you know like as everyone said, I'm gonna drop that album I'm gonna get all this going like here's my single yeah that's actually really smart that way that you can still stay relevant and then continue yes to exactly create. like you have product constantly and right now I'm kind of at a standstill but I'm planning on hitting the studio soon so before the end of the year that's awesome we'll have a new single out yeah yeah hopefully 
That, no, that's really cool. So, 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 like, what is your kind of process when you're doing all this kind of stuff? So, I know that sure. probably gets asked a lot. Yeah. But, um, yeah. If so, as someone who doesn't play an instrument, it's kind of fascinating. Like, how does she <laughs> write a song? Yeah. Actually, um, yeah, yeah. 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 So, teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. I have um, songwriters kind of all over the country that I work with via Zoom. And um, we set up a date, hop on Zoom, and we just spitball ideas. And if I have one, I'm like, really, like, I need to write this song, like, right now. I'll tell them, like, shut up with your ideas. Here's mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know and yeah, well, it's, it's and, gonna be your EP yeah, so right. that makes sense exactly and and but they have to like it too I'm like but obviously if your heart isn't in this and you think it sucks then we're not gonna do sure. it but no, that makes you sense. know yeah, yeah. If, if they're vibing with it then we start with like okay stuff like what do you have written do you have a chorus do you have a verse do you just have a concept what do you got and depending on how much I have you know we might tweak what I have down and then kind of build from there like okay we have a chorus now we got to write a verse let's go mm -hmm. back and you know write the first verse and second verse and do, do we want a bridge in this song should we just repeat the chorus like oh, and you kind of work through all of that but yeah they'll basically like bring out their instruments and okay. start fiddling around with different chords and it's like you know what about this tempo sometimes they'll ask like tempo like do we want this to be like a banger in your face do we want this to be mid-tempo slow yeah. it down and we kind of just like verbalize like what the goal is mm -hmm. and then sure. kind of just work through it together and that's yeah so much it's it's a lot and then and that's like the the rough draft phase so then you know we document the rough draft so yeah. on an iphone on maybe even like a laptop studio whatever yeah. and um record just like what we call it a work tape you know okay, and, sure, and the sure, work sure. tape is just this is what we hope for it to sound like not produced like just raw yeah here's like the melody maybe these chords and I send that to my producer. Uh, shout out to Josh Mendez. He's awesome. I've been working with him since I'm 16. Yeah, wow. Oh, 10 awesome. years. 10 wow. years of working with Josh. He's like the one of the only people I will go to for recording. So, um, awesome. yeah. So I send it to him. And he'll tell me right off the bat, no. Or, oh. yeah. And sometimes oh. it hurts. But nine times out of ten, we are on the same page. That's like, cool. he'll That's be good. like, yeah, I can. And he'll get excited. Like, ooh, I can see, like, you know, a big intro with drums and then like it fades out and then it's just guitar and like that's awesome. and he just got the wheel spinning and yeah. i normally sit back because some artists are very involved with the studio process like you know i want okay. a lead part here i want this like i'm a little more like y'all know what you're doing yeah. i said my piece like i know how I, and then you know i kind of just let let the professionals do their thing and see that's cool that you do yeah. that because i think that actually allows for better like, better product but yeah better product yeah. and better like cohesion because like, yeah. if, if, if you are like you know the singer right and they're like listen you're the professional i'm gonna trust you i because I, I feel like for someone like who like like me if someone's like hey listen matt like you you know how to do this i trust you i i'm way more right? you're more motivated to, to do your thing exactly you know like if That's i were cool. an artist going in there telling the producer how to do his job i don't think you'd want to work with me but some people yeah. do that for sure um I, mm. yeah yeah. That's that's can't, that's bad business. Right can't there. say I'm like the industry diva, so that's a plus. But yeah, it's so right, still time. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Don't tell people that. Um, <laughs> although, if you know, if you ask my husband, I probably am a diva. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's, it's so funny yeah. when people knew you. It's just right, like, that's yeah. why it's funny because you're just completely the opposite. I yeah. appreciate that. No, honestly, like I think I've made up my goal to not be a diva because at the end of the day, like I admit. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, tell yeah. me what to do. I think to be a diva, you have to be way too confident. Like, you know, like, it's so funny you say me, that you don't peasants. know how to do it. Yeah. Like it, I, you, it seems like mm. you do a really good job doing it. 
I appreciate that. Yeah. I think part of me is very self-deprecating. Um, I think <laughs> part of me, right? Like <laughs> it's like a way. coping mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh Do you have a good therapist you recommend? <laughs> Probably should be in therapy. We're like not okay right now. <laughs> wow, we're we're gonna get deep <laughs> in this oh podcast gosh. today. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> but no, great. it's true though. Like, you know, yeah. the self like and I've actually had people tell me, like my, my keyboard player one time was like you need to stop being so self-deprecating, especially like in your music. Cause I am in my songs. Like I have a song called the real one and okay. it's about keeping it real, sure. you know, but in the verses I rip myself apart. I'm like, literally one of the lines is I suck my stomach in when people go to take my pick without makeup on. I look a little pale, a little sick. I can't dance to save my life. And I'm like, wow, I am ripping myself apart. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like, I think people can relate to that. Yeah, we sure. All yeah. Feel those things. Who doesn't suck their stomach in when they go to take a picture? Like, come on. Um, so Dude, I feel yeah. so bad for like, cause like, I don't realize women realize this. <laughs> so, it, um, so my one women friend, realize everything, but go on. Yeah. Well, no, I, so, so I'm not going to name any names, but we're going to, we're going to call the one girl, Aaron. That's just my go-to name. That's your go-to name. Yeah. Yeah. Male, and then, female. Um, it works both ways. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and she's like, she's like why are all these girls and they were like super mean to her but like they're like why are all these girls like sucking on their stomach i'm like what do you mean like you guys do that like you guys like actually like <laughs> do that for secret. pictures and like well because i like you, you guys don't know it. well because like you know like <laughs> you don't think like that you're just sitting there like i don't want my picture taken yes. <laughs> right like, yeah and she's like well look and i'm like what do you what, what do you mean like what am i looking like, what for what am i looking and for for me it, I, it looks like it's just a normal tuesday yeah and she goes so look you can see her cheat I'm like, she's like going to snapchat and i'm like oh my god, oh my god. yeah yeah uh, you know it, that's I, the difference between men and women you know again you're sitting there getting your picture taken and you're just like mm-hmm. let this be over where we're like oh my god hang on like stick this out stick this in like get my good side let me uh, see it. I don't like that. Wait, let's go over here. The lighting's better over here. Oh, God. That's yeah. My friend Kayla, she's literally exactly like that. Like, last night we were all... Like, I get it, girlfriend. I get it. I do. Now we have to retake this. Dude, it's like this, this, the sixth time. <laughs> Bro, like, I'm, yeah, done. I'm done. You got to choose one of the six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, see, my husband does this thing now where he'll take 25 pictures. Like, in the span of, like, two seconds. Like, I'll be like, babe, okay, I need a picture. Yeah, right? Like, I need my picture for Instagram. So, he's just like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, okay, that really? Then I got to sit there and go through 25 (laughs) pictures and hate 24 of them instead of, like, five versus six. Like, yeah, so... Yeah, well, see, the only yeah. reason I get I get tell you where there is because like she'll all right, well this and this and this and then like this the angle and I'm like all right, angles listen. are everything. I was like I was like why oh. don't we just take a like. Uh, Ang- so here's the thing, like being someone who's in the fitness industry and the music industry, it has made me have severe body dysmorphia. <laughs> like, oh no! Again, do you have a good therapist? <laughs> <laughs> Like, if anyone, if anyone's looking to be a therapist yes. or a singer and a, and a piece, we, we, uh, just yeah, going off the I rails. Um, yeah, so no, it's it's true. Like, I, you know, growing up in the music industry, I'm blessed that like my parents have been totally supportive That's and awesome. like That's down really to earth cool. people and never pushed me. Were never stage parents, but you know, they admitted they didn't know about. The music industry mm-hmm. so you know we're like all right well who's local that you know is doing well in the music music industry so we were like getting to know people and you know like 
I had two mentors in my life, um, both male, who both have told me to watch my weight. And at like 15, 16 years old, That's bad. I had a guy actually Photoshop one of my pictures and like sucked my stomach in. And at 16 years old, like no one really talks about the damage that does to you. Because oh I, God. for years, like... And to this day, and I think that's kind of why I got into fitness was because I want it to be healthy. Like selfishly, I was like, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. And then yeah. eventually I went on to be a coach to help others. But how I first got into fitness was like, I need to start being active because everyone's telling me I'm fat. No, and no. and it was literally like, oh, no. and literally my parents are like, Steph, you're not fat. But it's like when you have someone in the music industry telling you that, it <sighs> really messes with you. So like... And you were so young too. Yeah, well, you're still young. But yeah, I, you know no, I mean. no, no. But like, that was a very vulnerable age. Yes. So, yes. you know, like, even in, by the age of like eighteen or nineteen, I lost thirty pounds. Thirty, and I. This is the first time I'm talking about this. So, I lost oh thirty pounds, God. and it wasn't in an unhealthy way. Like, it's not like I had an eating disorder. Yeah. I would say I had some disordered eating because I would eat, but I would not eat. I was scared of pizza. I was scared of cake. The only thing I would eat was protein and veggies, oatmeal, yogurt, nothing else. For like, and this lasted like a year, a year and a half of no pizza, nothing. And I look back on that experience and I'm like, that was so damaging. I remember like my guitar player picked up on it. He was like, I noticed at band practice, you're not snacking like at all. Like you always used to snack. Like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm fine. He's like, you lost a lot of weight. I'm like, yeah, isn't it great? And because everyone was telling me how great I looked. So, oh, so and now I, you're getting validation yep, for the yep, problem that yep. and oh, then you look no. back and I look back at pictures it was like 2016 I want to say and I look at those pictures and I'm like ooh, I was too skinny and there's mm. nothing wrong with being skinny like some no, people sure. genetically are skinnier that's fine but for me mm-hmm. I, with my you know I mean I lost my period like this is TMI but that's how skinny I was Dude, it was unhealthy I'm so sorry yeah so anyway long story short Ended up oh, man. putting the 30 pounds back on, Good. most of it in muscle, you know, and I started fixating on just being strong. And now I'm like, if one more person tells me about their weight, I will just kick their ass. <laughs> like, All right. So to go Noted. from that vulnerable 16 year old now, like 10 years later, I'm just like, I'm sick of this. Now like, you're a PT. Yes. And I'm like, and my goal is to help these women too, who have that fixation on food. It's like, that's really good. Having food as good or bad. Like I tend to do that too, where I'm like, Oh, I was bad today. And it's like, we got to stop that. Dude, that's actually really good that there's someone like you out there that has this experience, especially in like your industry. Yeah. Cause like there's, there's plenty of like women who have that, that we talked about earlier, like that they don't want to be bulky, but then they're also like, Oh, I can't eat this. And I'm like, right. Well, well, why? Yeah. And then like, people don't understand like the whole thing of macros and things like that. So you guys are hearing it firsthand. Yeah. Just, yes. A little bit of everything. Cause like I hate, and I, I don't hate a lot of things, but I hate diets that eliminate food groups. Like if you're going to eliminate, and for some people, like again, competitions, that's different. No. Yeah. Whatever, you know, but if you're telling people don't eat carbs, eliminate sugar, um, don't like, yeah. like don't eat fruits and vegetables cause they're high in carbs and sugar. I'm like fruits and vegetables. What mm-hmm. about all the nutrients in those? Dude, people, people don't understand how bad it is oh. to like not eat carbs too. Yes, they're like, your body oh, wants I'm, carbs. I'm lethargic. I'm this. I'm like, well, 
what do you, what do you, kind of carbs are you eating oh like, well, i took can... it out they they said it wasn't keto i'm like brother Ugh. you you want to mm. know why you're lethargic I, I, it's I, i'm not a doctor keto flu <laughs> is that a thing <laughs> yeah actually your body can go through flu-like symptoms if you deprive it of carbs oh, and man. sometimes just a few days into keto i actually saw the trainer at my first gym i belonged to like go through the keto flu he looked like hell and yeah he's like i'm on keto and honestly at the end of the day i don't i don't hate any diet like i know i just said i hate diets that eliminate yeah, stuff but yeah. i have nothing against keto nothing well except the fact that you can't have a banana but you can have bacon with butter wait what <laughs> it, keto is like all fat right like oh fat, i didn't fat, fat. I, i'm actually yeah. i'm Are very familiar ignorant with keto i yeah, am familiar with keto like i'm not fat. familiar with like i'm i'm i know about it but i'm ignorant on most of the topic yeah and, that makes sense. and i should say i'm not like an expert on it i just know it's extremely low carb like yeah. That, lots of yeah. fat lots of fat that i knew i just i just want to put that out there i i'm pretty honest about a lot of things but i i've never looked into it obviously um <laughs> but no but no but yeah Your no muscle, I, I don't dude. um i don't uh i don't know that much about it i just yeah. i just know there's a lot of people that were doing it and yeah. they were having a people lot of will, issues with it yes yes so like at the end of the day i think the only nutrient that i well not nutrient like the only thing i would tell you to look out for is saturated fat like if you're yes. eating a crap ton of saturated fat you can start to see health problems um but at the end of the day um you know like your healthy fats are great for you you know but if you're eating only fats and no fruits and vegetables yes, yes. and whole grains and f like fiber like you need all of that so that's where keto and just from my understanding of keto it's very low carb lots and lots of fats because i've witnessed people on keto literally putting a thing of butter like on everything they eat oh, and dude. bacon every day and, and i mean bacon's well, great I was don't, say, don't get I was me wrong like, yeah, but yeah. like every single day and then yeah. like and i just worry about the saturated fat intake so that's where i, I find it a little contradicting but at the end of the day if you do keto the right way where it's not that there's the right way but yeah. if you're eating like healthy fats you know you're like lean protein yeah, sure. and avocados and that sort of thing like you'll be satiated which mm. That's how people are losing weight because yes. one carbs is a lot of water weight. So when they get yes. that initial weight loss, yes. it's yeah. from cutting out the carbs. Um, and then they're satiated a lot quicker because, you know, some carbs are not very filling. So yeah. it's like, I get that. So keto can work for people, but if that's not you, like if you're someone who freaking loves carbs, don't cut them out. <laughs> like it's like, why yes. you yes. can lose weight and yeah. still yeah. eat carbs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it drives me nuts, but yeah. And then, you know, there's intermittent fasting for some people that works yes. great. Yes. You know, yeah. I wake up starving. If I did intermittent fasting, I'd end up overeating by the time yes. I can eat yep. that I'd end up gaining weight. That's th yeah. That's when me. I was wrestling in high school, that's what I was doing. And then I would notice, like, I'm like, You're like ravenous by I the time like, you could eat. Because, <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I usually never ate breakfast. So, like, I would like, go to school and then I wouldn't eat lunch and I would just take a nap in the wrestling room. And then when I got home, oh my gosh, it was, it was. No it was food like was safe oh, in the house. No food was safe. <laughs> yes. It was, yeah. yeah I couldn't yeah. do that. And fasting, used, there were studies that showed that there were some benefits, but now they're kind of showing if you, like comparing intermittent fasting to just an equally caloric diet, you're going to get the same results, whether you space out the calories, oh. you know. So it's, oh. it's more about your overall calorie intake for the day. 
hmm. versus when you consume them. Because at the end of the Dude, day, I'm if you're, learning so much yeah, right now. I thought yes. I was. Yeah. And again, people, I only get into this with certain people because I know some people don't want to hear it. And yeah. I'm like, I get because they're like, it worked for me. And I'm like, that's great. That's anecdotal evidence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. just because it worked for you doesn't mean it's going to work for Bob or Susie. Like, that's yes. not. So yes. I always look at the evidence and also the individual. Like, mm-hmm. what, you know, if, if your life is hectic where you don't have time to eat breakfast, maybe intermittent fasting might work for you. Yes. You know, but like if you wake up hungry and you have all this food staring you down and you ain't eating it. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So find what works for you at the end of the day with diet. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. So I, I, I do more lifestyle coaching as far as yeah. that goes. Like, yeah. Hey, like try to eat more vegetables, try to eat more protein. Like yeah. what does your day look like? Cause like, I don't like these trainers or nutritionists who are telling people, you need to like cut vegetables every single meal and have fresh meat and this and that. And it's like, and like snacks, like it always has to be fruit, like cut. And it's like, you can get canned microwave yeah. fruits and veggies. Well, that's like, what turns people away, especially for like meal prepping. Yes. Um, like, cause with, with my buddy, sorry, Kev. Um, but <laughs> like, you know, like everyone would, would, would meal prep. Same thing with my buddy Gio. Sorry, Gio. Um, <laughs> they would all meal prep. And the thing is, it's cool when you first do it, but then it's like once that that, that, new that initial little, excitement wears it's off, it's gone. Mm-hmm. They're just like, well, well, Matt, how are you still doing it? I'm like, yeah, because well, like it's it's now it's a habit, but before it's like you know it's cool to do it, and then like it stops. Yes, it's like oh now it's a chore. Now yes, it's, this. it's a chore. And again, some people yeah. it works and it helps them, you know. But I always tell people like just make a really healthy dinner and make like a lot of it, and then put it in containers for lunch the next mm-hmm. couple days that's, you know like right. yeah. any little ways you can help yourself because planning helps but too like if i know i'm gonna be going out to eat later and i'm like gonna go ham um <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna try to like have lean protein and veggies yeah. like the rest of the day you know because there, there, there's a certain there, there's opposite ends of the spectrum here there's these people who are too rigid with their diet and need to like loosen up a little bit then there's people who maybe you know Maybe you need to tighter. cut back yes. a little bit, yes. you know, and, yes. and compromise. Because I tell mm-hmm. people, you don't have to cut out everything, but you might need to cut back a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's very nuanced and it's very complicated and it's very individualized. And I know that with a lot of my clients, like they um, they understand, like yeah. at the end of the day, I'm the one who needs to make the difference in my diet to mm-hmm. see the difference with my body sure, yeah. because as a trainer and I learned this the second cl- or second or third client I ever had I forget um I was new to being a trainer obviously I was only a trainer a few months and you know I worked with this woman six months and at the end of the six months she was like I don't look any different and she was like mad at me and I was like well I mean, let's talk about your diet, mm-hmm. like, and and I mentioned it to her at our sessions, but yeah. I never really thought to like make that clear to people. Like, yeah. you have mm. to, like, you can do all the sit-ups in the world, all the squats in the world, yes, all the running you. in the world, but if you're you. yes. eating like an yes. a-hole, yep. you're not gonna lose weight. Yeah, like you can't out-train a people, bad diet. People don't, people don't like that. They don't want to hear it. Um, I'm trying to, uh, Matt Frazier. I don't know if you know who that is. Oh, why do I know that name? He's uh he is the he's the best CrossFit. That's why. Yes, CrossFit. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, thank you. CrossFit. Yes, he's he is awesome. And he said it himself. He goes, "Listen, I tried to train a bad diet and I took third the one year." He goes, "I <laughs> yeah. ate everything." And he goes, yes. and he goes, "Even at my level, training as hard as I was, yeah, I couldn't out-train a bad diet." Yeah. And like there's a bunch of people that come in and like 
I'm, we're going to see it in like a couple weeks. Oh, oh yes. the New Year's resolution is. <laughs> and nothing against them. Um, yeah, good for them. But uh, they're going to notice, like you'll see in the next couple weeks, like, oh, yeah. And they'll walk up, they'll talk to you. And like, and it's always funny. They go, yeah, I'm going to be in here every day. I'm going to lose all the weight. And I'm like, well, yeah. are you, are, like, are, are, like, do you know what your macros are? And then I just see the confusion. I'm like, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep, yep. And it, it's, it's frustrating as a trainer because I think too, sometimes, and this is none of my clients currently, but I think people would hire me for someone to blame, for someone to hold accountable. Oh, you know, I can see that. Because they like, well, I hired a trainer, so I'm going to lose weight and I'm paying her all this money. And it's like, because personal training is a luxury. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's it's expensive. Yeah. But it's like, you know what? You're paying for me to literally like coach you. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm coaching you on your workout. Yes. Not your diet. And I can... And some people don't even ask, like they don't want to know, they don't want to change their diet. That's fine. But the people who ask, like, I'll tell them, like, here's what I recommend you do, you know, uh, outside of what I'm like. And then they see change. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's hard because it's really hard to change your diet. Really hard. Yeah. Really, really hard. So I try to meet people where they are because that's, that's. You know? Scratch really good. We need yeah. more personal trainers yes. like that. You you have to meet people where they are because if you're telling someone again, like like I said, the single mom telling her to have fresh, you know, meat and, and veggies every single meal and this that and the other, you have to cook all the time. It's like she's not gonna be able to sustain yeah, that, even if it a lasts tour. a couple of days. Yes, yeah. and she's mm-hmm. gonna hate it. And it's yes. like she has kids, and like the like you have to look at the person's life and <sighs> yes, and yes. what works for them, yeah. and and that's how people see results is when they find something they can stick to. Because at the end of the day, it's consistency. Like if you are not consistently doing these healthy habits like you do them for a week, you lose a pound, and you're like cool, and yeah. then you just go back to the way you were. It's oh. like. Then you gain three. Yep, exactly. And, and then it's yep. like, oh, well, that didn't, like, you know, sometimes I do recommend people count calories for a little bit. You don't have to do that to see weight loss. Some people do because they don't realize how much they're consuming. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, just for three days, track your calories. Yep. And. On oh, my coach, this is me. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It, uh-huh. It's eye opening. Mm-hmm. Like when you log, like yeah. literally just putting dressing on a salad adds, like, do you ever, you ever notice when they put the calories on the menu at the restaurant? The salad is 1,200 calories and the steak is 280. Do you ever what? notice that? I have seen that. I never noticed that. I have seen... Look next time. Seriously, I look. I think it was Chili's I was at, which... <laughs> I forget why I was at Chili's, but I see it as 1,200 calories for like some chicken salad. And I'm like, what on earth? It's a salad. I got a freaking steak. Not that like steak's not bad. No, I wouldn't yeah. eat it all the time, but I mean, steak's great. Great source of protein. Yeah. You know, I got the filet. It's nice and lean oh, meat, nice. you know? And some veggies. And that was a whole meal there. It was great. Add some rice with it. Wow. What a healthy meal compared to the $1,200 or $1,200 calorie salad that had like the dressing and the croutons and the cheese. I don't know. I don't know what made it that many calories, to be honest. I know know, the Caesar salad's like really bad. Um, And then like, like we had, we had uh, one lady put our garlic parm sauce Mm. in her. uh, So good. I was like. So calorie dense. I I, I make this. Like I know. Like how much like uh, yeah yeah you know you know how many calories are in there and oh, and rough. here's like and, I, and it's sad because I try to find the happy medium of not fixating yeah. on calories but also being aware that things have calories and mm-hmm. it comes down to calories at the end yes, of the day yes. so it it's tricky because here's the other thing too with the out training a bad diet we ain't burning as many calories as we think we are yes yes PSA yep. that mm-hmm. Fitbit telling you you burn 500 calories on your 20 minute walk it's yeah. 
first of all, every like we could do the same activity, same pace, same duration, and yeah. we will burn different amounts of calories. Yes. yes. Every individual is different. So a yep. device is not going to accurately tell you how many calories yeah. you're burning. And I hate telling people that because they love looking at their Fitbit and it's exciting. And if that gets them excited, uh, cool. What is that thing? But, I don't even know you know, if it's in that gym bag. Um, no, there's this, there's a, that's a band. I've, it's like a, is it a heart rate monitor? Uh, no, it's like a dermo. I forget what it's called, but it, it tracks my heart rate, my sleep. And mm-hmm. I can wear it on my, my, my arm or my, my chest. That's where I usually wear it. Yeah, that's and, most accurate. Yeah. And it, like, I remember when I first put it on, he goes, listen, man, I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to look like you're going to, it's, it's going to look like you're dying, right? Because, because like, because the guys dying. that usually use this are like, just like super crossfit And mm. he goes, you want to be able to track everything. And like, I could see my sleep. I could see all that kind of stuff. So if people are looking to track their fitness, there's things out there that are way better than like, Yes. Yeah, because I had a MyZone heart rate monitor for a while, and that was nice. But also, it would estimate the calories burned based on your heart rate, which I think is a little more accurate, but still not 100%, just because, again, like someone who's like overweight or someone who's never worked out before, they're going to burn more calories doing the same activity as someone who's fit. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's, and like, Let's say you start a running program. Day one, you know, you're going to burn a lot more calories than you. Cardio. (laughs) Again, do cardio, people. Do your cardio. We're going to complain about it. (laughs) I will absolutely complain about it. Oh, my God. Andrew, I hate your moxies. (laughs) Cardio, man. I tell you what. I started running um, April, last last April, like consistently, like two, three days a week. And the only reason I did was because, oh, you'll enjoy this. Uh, last year at this time, I dropped a 45-pound plate on my big toe. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Have you ever dropped a weight on your toe? Like a five. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was the stinking 45. Oh, what? That, yeah. Is your toe, like, good? or? Like... Yeah, the toenail's still kind of gross looking, but... <laughs> Sorry, I <laughs> just had to give everyone no, that visual fine. of my purple toe. Believe it or not, um, that is not the worst thing people have said yeah, or described in this. That's yeah. good. That's good. I mean, it's, it's it's like a year now, and it's finally starting to like grow out. But anyway, at least I didn't lose the toenail. I was like paranoid yeah. about that. But anyway, so forty five pound weight dropped on my big toe literally last year at this time. Oh, and um, oh, my feet hurt. Just it, oh, it was, oh, it was the strangest sensation. Like it just stung. But the stung lasted, the stung, <laughs> the sting lasted like 20 minutes. And then it finally felt normal again. It was tr- like all kinds of colors. I'm just in the shower and I'm like, I think I broke it. So I went to an orthopedic the next day and I broke the sesamoid bone underneath like the, the main bone. Yeah, yeah, but, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah shattered no. it. I like shattered it. Like it was in pieces to the point where they were like, we're going to see how this heals. You might need surgery to like remove the bone fragments. I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I literally, like my husband was with me when they told me, I my jaw was on the floor and I'm like, can I squat? Can I deadlift? Oh my God. And Ryan's, my husband's like, you're acting like they just told you you have cancer. Like chill. I was devastated. So how did you, how did you do it? Did you just fall out of your hand? So I was going to put the plate back on like the, like the peg, you I, know, and my foot was right. And I thought it yep. was on and I let go and it came right down and I'd converse on. So I, at least I had shoes on, you know, it could have been worse. Could have been barefoot, but oof, yeah, that was the terrible. Second you said that I already knew. <laughs> I already knew. I had a couple of close calls, yeah. Ooh, but usually, yeah. but usually I can see, like, I can like, I can like, I'm putting it on. 
Um, because sometimes like, I'll have like two in my hands. I'll be putting it, and I can I can see the one's gonna slip. And I'm like, all right, and then it'll just fall. I did not see that one coming. Cause same, I've had some many like close mm-hmm. calls over the even just training people sliding the plates on and off. I always like this is what I get law of attraction. I like made the joke like, oh, I'm gonna drop this on my toe. <laughs> No, sure enough. I know, I know, and oh. I, I didn't do it that day. <laughs> so, at least it was kind of random that day to just have this plate fall on my toe. Yeah, it was bad because I. It was funny. I had COVID that week, and it was my last day of quarantine, okay. and I finally didn't feel like hell. And I was like, I'm gonna work out. So me, and my husband went down. Greatest lift I had. I felt great, and it ended with me dropping the weight. On my toe. Dude, no. And then yeah, man. so go to the orthopedic. They put me in a boot. Oh. I'm like, it's a toe, not an ankle. Yeah. Like, he's like, well, and he's asked what I do for a living. Like, are you on your feet a lot? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm on my feet a lot. Like, I wore that thing for shows, the stupid boot. I, you know, I stand up to train my clients, yeah, sure, obviously. Sure. Like, I had a boot camp, ironically. Like, <laughs> you were in boot the camp next, camp. I literally yeah. had a 12 week boot camp that started like two days after I ended up in this stupid boot. So, um, <sighs> went along with the theme i guess Dude, it's just but, living in my head just dropping it on oh, my toe i know that that mm. shook me up big time so went through that and um it, it was it, it was fascinating to find what i could do because as a trainer i'm like steph take your own advice yeah focus on what you can do because i was um i was in borderline tears because i was having progress with my squat progress with my deadlift oh, and, and being just, told like you can't do any of that because the doctor yeah. said anything that puts weight on that foot on that toe don't yeah. do it so when the doctor told me don't run, I was like, cool. I hate running anyway. Oh, and, she got it. Um, so that one, so that one worked. But yeah. then like those couple months of not running, I wanted to run all of a sudden. Oh, I know. I know. That feeling, I know. But, it's weird. It's yeah. weird. It's like that forbidden fruit syndrome yeah, sure, where it's like, yeah. tell me I can't do it. Now I want to do it. So since April last year, I've been running and nice, it's, dude. it's been great. I hate it so much, <laughs> but like, I hate it less than I did before yeah. I was in that boot, you know, that, so, so what I'm hearing is that 45 pound plate was your saving grace. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's what it was. Yes. Now you like to run. Yes. I think that like maybe took some brain cells from my, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it shook yeah. me that bad. Yeah. Andrew, he, he has to, he has to trick me into cardio. So like, like if I'm, if I'm training for a comp. Yeah. What do you do for cardio? So, uh, you know what a moxie is? What is that? Right, do you know what, like, what, what an Emon is? What is that? Oh, okay. Are you speaking strong, man? No, I'm actually, it's more CrossFit actually, but <laughs> like CrossFit so, strong, man, not my wheelhouse. So, I just do normal so weight training. So Emon is every minute on the minute. Oh, and then yes, yes, like, yes. Like, like a moxie is like you have like four or five rotations of things and you don't stop and you do like so let's say you have like a cardio lift a yoke a stone whatever it is then you rotate them and you do them as fast as you can for six rotations or five rotations oh because i've done and wraps like as many rounds as possible yeah, but this yeah. is they're telling you the number of rounds and your timing how long it takes well yeah do? so like so okay so sorry explain to the no, dumb no, no. trainer <laughs> no, no 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 guys no that's not um this so is not like, my wheelhouse so like so like, let's say you have push-ups sit-ups pull-ups deadlifts right oh, yeah sounds rough so you would do all of them and then you have to complete like six rounds but you don't stop you can do them at your own pace yeah yeah but the goal is to try to get it done and then he'll trick me into cardio that way nice i like that (laughs) i like that your cardio is still like weight oriented well yeah dude. like deadlifts are cardio or like sandbag runs (laughs) those oh yeah so what got you into strongman oh i I want to hear your story with getting into this i showed up one day and they were pulling a truck and i went 
I'm doing that. That, yeah. <laughs> literally. That looks cool as hell. Like, well, cause, let's like, be real. Yeah, because I think, um, is that like a bad breakup? It's not in good That'll shape at do all. It. Yeah, and then I, I went to the gym. Um, and then these guys are like pulling like uh, trucks, and I didn't know the one guy knew me um, because of like wrestling and all that kind of stuff. So nice. I, remember, I pulled it, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. They kept bringing me back on Sundays. And then they they actually signed me up for my first comp. They're like, no, dude, like, you, you're oh going to do pretty gosh. well. And they signed me up. And then I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm having some uh, like success in this. And then I just never stopped. And wow. now pro-am, yeah. I find it's funny. Like, I love, love, love weightlifting, but I, I would never compete. One, dude, I'm you just, I'm not strong enough. Well, yes, yeah. you are. No, dude. No. It's, 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 yeah. listen, it is, everyone says that. Yeah. I got my buddy Kevin to it. <laughs> Cody really? is, he competes tomorrow. Get he out. weighed in today. And I'm like, dude, you got to start doing that again. I got two other buddies into it. And then now uh, one is uh, he was just at NAS Nationals. So, dude, I'm telling you, you think you're not strong now, but when you have like a different like mindset, actually, and when you train for it, mm -hmm. like that's so. Like right now, I'm just like I'm I'm following a program, but I'm doing random. Like it's not like powerlifting oriented. Like I have my compound lifts, but I'm doing it like I'm doing hip thrusts and stuff like the insta. No, that's (laughs) no. I'm glad you call them that too. (laughs) That's what whenever whenever I whenever like we have to do do those accessories, I'm like, all right, guys, which uh, which girl am I looking up today to get her workout routine? Yes. No, honestly, hip thrusts are a great exercise. No, they are. Like, they actually really are. They really like glutes, hamstrings. A study came out that it helps runners like run really? faster. Interesting. Just having the strong hamstrings and glutes. Yeah. So hip thrusts, everybody. Yeah, so it's really like strong guys. Like, all right. I know like all the girls do like the abductor and adductor machine. Yep. Yep. But listen, guys, you have to do them. Like, yes. Great. Yeah. And then I told my coach and he's like, Matt, you haven't been doing them? I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Everyone calls them the good girl, bad girl machines. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> See, we know all the nicknames. Yes, yeah. the good girl, bad girl machines. And like, and yeah. like, and you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm mad. I don't need to do that. <laughs> and then he goes, well, yeah. dude, you're stagnant right now. Like, you're not going to get past like 645. And I was like, all right. So I started doing them. And I was like, oh, dude, my life's so great. Like, I have right? pain. Yes. Then, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. it's the extra stuff you don't think you need that sometimes it's a little boost you need. Dude, I'm so glad someone <laughs> understands what I'm talking about. Yes. Because like, the, I was I was at work the one day and I, my buddy Cody, who's like, he's my training partner, my, my, my best friend. Um, and he, uh, he's like, yo, Matt, that, that, that good girl, bad girl machines were fucking me up today. And, <laughs> yes. and, and my chef like looked at me and goes, what? Yeah, like, what are you even talking about? And I was like, oh, well, like, my legs are going like this. Like, and he's like, and he's just baffled. He's like, Matthew, what? You, like, stop, like, what you're doing. And then, like, my other coworker, she's she's 18. Oh, so Shout out Molly. She's great. She goes, what is it? What? And we are laughing. We're just having a good old time. And yeah. then, like, uh, we explain to them what the was. And they go, oh. Yes, like, context. I tell you what, in the fitness world, there are a lot of things. Like Again, there's, like, the street names for them. Like, I don't think yes. it, on the machine where they have the name in the picture, it's going to say good girl, bad girl machine. But, you know, but, but, like, all the different names, it's, like, you know. It's hard to kind of keep up with all that. Mm-hmm. I love, I love like, <laughs> like, like, I'm doing the adventure machine. And, like. Like some of the guys that like I know that I'll compete with are like that are just around. They'll be like, "Good girl." I'm like, "Stop, bro." Jeez. <laughs> yeah. No. There's like, yeah. well, there's like the saying like with hip thrusts, like don't make eye contact. Yeah, that's that's a big one. But like, no. Oh, so I was gonna say like, if you're not someone like who goes to the gym or is like 
at least familiar with some of the fitness stuff like there are some exercises with like really questionable names so like I had a class I was running like an interval training type class and I would just like tape the signs that had like the the station like what exercises you were doing at that station like on the wall and I had them I was still living at home and I had like the signs on the kitchen counter my mom was like what are ball slams oh my god like is this like an all men's class like what are you having these guys do and she was like freaking out I'm like mom it's a ball and you slam it like literally the name implies what you're doing yes Yes. My mind never went there for like the two years I was running that mm-hmm. class at that point. Never yep. did I think like, I don't have a dirty mind to begin with. So like I'm, yeah. I've said some things where people are like, and I'm yep. like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so it, it, yeah. So the, the ball slams, I'm trying to think the, well, the word deadlift scares people. Like yes. the word dead's in it. So when I tell like a 40 year old soccer mom, I'm about to make her do a deadlift. She's like, <gasps> that yeah. sounds terrible. Well, what is that? that like, I tell them to do deadlifts. They see like, you know, who, like Robert O'Burst is. Oh, again, I know that name. He's like a uh, professional strongman. Yeah, strongman. Yes, 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 yes. He was on a, he was on a podcast, and he talked about like he's like, if you don't compete, the risk reward ratio for deadlifts is like far beyond. Like you shouldn't do them. And then that went viral, and people stopped deadlifting. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, guys, if you do it right, it's fine. But like, yeah, I get the worry. That you know what I do remember hearing that because I did have some people asking me about it because I am like yes. the deadlift queen. Like I yes. encourage everyone to deadlift. Yes. I deadlift, and everyone freaks out. Like, oh my god, like you know, you can injure yourself. You're going to break your back and you're lifting with your back. Oh my God. And I'm like, your back has muscles people and they need to be worked. And again, going back to the topic of the training load, if you are lifting the empty barbell, most likely you'll be fine. Yeah. And like my cue for people just to get that flat back with the deadlift, with that, which, which at the end of the day, having like a slight round isn't the end no, of the you're world. Right, you're like right. studies are mm-hmm. showing that now it's actually okay to round your back a little bit. As long as you don't look like a freaking comma, like oh, you'll be fine. Dude. But oh God, I see some of that. I'm like, <laughs> but slight, slight rounding is okay. But to, for beginners where I'm like, look, I tell people like stick your chest out. Like you are like the king pinch your shoulder blades together as you're bending down like you're taking a bow but to keep you know from looking like a comma when you bend Mm -hmm. over like nice proud chest and like keep that tension like for girls i'm like stick the girls out you know nice (laughs) they remember that (laughs) oh okay stick them out and if you have that tension in your body like you're mentally like all right i'm nice and tense i'm ready to lift this most likely you're going to be fine yeah. and you're lifting that empty bar. You're going to be yes. fine. If you're slowly adding weight, you're going to be fine. But if you're coming and remind me to tell you about how mental your mental state affects your training performance too. We that should definitely true. talk about that before we wrap up. But like, you know, I've had clients just like terrified to like deadlift. And I'm like, I promise you, like we will find a way for you to deadlift. Yes, Even if you can't, yes, you can right. Do it. You we can, can do it. If we got to do like rack pulls where like I put you in the rack and I put like the hooks further up. Cause you don't want to bend all the way down. Yeah. If you're just slightly, I'm like, you bend over every day to pick up a pencil you dropped on the floor. You're just going to you know? be stronger like, for doing this. Yeah. Exactly. So yes. I, I'm trying to get people yes. to deadlift in a structured format so that in their day to day life, they are stronger for that. So, yeah, but the, the Dude, that mental state is it's a so important. Big thing. People it don't realize because, like, 
training performance altogether is very complicated and relies on multiple factors. So I've seen it myself, especially, and I've seen it with clients where like, let's say they come in and they had the best day ever. They just got promoted at work. They're feeling great. Oh, they're lifting. They're everything. gonna they're gonna hit a PR. They're mm-hmm. gonna be feeling great. Like we it's like the worst term, but the studies are calling it arousal. You're aroused. Yes. You feel great. You got music blasting, you know, you had a good meal a few hours ago. Like you're feeling great. Where if you have zero arousal, there's no music playing, there's no motivation to train, your girlfriend just broke up with you, you just like got fired, like yep. you haven't slept well that night. Yep. It's gonna (laughs) actually, you know what? I don't know. Yeah, for some people, that's it. That's like just doesn't set the mood quite right to go in beast mode. Yeah, it can it can absolutely interfere with how much weight you're you're able to lift that day. And a lot of people don't know that. Like I've had clients come in, and you know I load the barbell and and they're like, oh, this just feels really heavy today. I'm like, this is your warm up set. And I'm like, you know what? Okay noted yeah. we'll keep it there for today yeah people don't people and don't realize that they don't and, and they're like what what Shows did i do? feel weight. yeah and they're like what did i do last week and i'm like doesn't matter what you did last week what you doing right now? like what was that no i was just saying like what's what you're doing right now oh yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah right exactly where it's like i know naturally we want to compete with ourselves of course but yeah. like at the end of the day every day is different every like sa- and you have to yes. treat it that way yes. you have to treat every training session like a totally I don't want to say a clean slate because you want some reference to what you did last sure. week, you know, but there's just going to be days where you're going to be able to lift a lot more. And then there's going to be days where it absolutely sucks. And <laughs> yes. I've had that. Yes. I've, yeah. I've literally had days where like, if I was just really stressed about something and I'm like, I don't even feel like working out right now, but I got to get it and done. Then it's weighing on your mind. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you got that heavy mind and, and you try to lift heavy weights and, it's and not it ain't working. And I remember I was like, I was doing 215 for five reps and I did 135 that day for my five reps and i was like you know what i worked out i lifted i got the fitness adaptations because believe yeah. it or not even lifting at a lighter weight you're still getting the fitness adaptations no you sure want. yeah so people don't know that they think if i can't give 100 percent, it's a waste of time yeah and that drives me nuts because it's like no you're missing out on potential benefits just by doing something and that's how they <laughs> stop showing up then too exactly yeah. yep because they think well i'm failing because i am lifting 25 pounds less than i did last week and and it's, it's amazing like, like and it's <laughs> i don't i don't tell too many people the story but like the, the mental state so my husband and i were downstairs lifting i have my home gym here and um I forget what I was yelling at him about. I swear. Oh, no. I don't. He's going to see this and be like, oh, man. He's literally. And it's rare. It's like, I'll be honest. Like, we've been together four years. We never fight. Like, we don't fight. Like, I we have little like we have disagreements, but it's always respectful. Like, okay, cool. You're wrong. I'm right. Moving on. (laughs) But like, we don't argue. But that day, like I was in a mood and I was nagging him about something. And he was taking it like a man, you know, loads up. And this is like literally while we're about to work out. So he's squatting. I'm deadlifting. You know, I'm doing my warm up set. He does his warm up set. He's good. And we're, we're like in silent, just silence. And uh, he loads up the bar. I forget what he had two or three plates on. And three reps in, I hear this. Oh, and I'm like, oh, no, like loads the bar back and he's like I literally just tweaked my back it hurts so bad so he tweaked his back and this weight he has lifted consistently for weeks oh no so everyone's looking at me like 
oh my god like squatting with the bar on your back it, it tweaks or it tweaks your back it ruins your back i'm like no 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 no, no. it's much more complicated yeah. than that and then people who actually kind of understand are like wait, wait, wait let me get this straight he's lifted that weight the last three four weeks and then he comes in today to lift it and he tweaks his back how did that happen and i'm like i'll be honest with you one i think the mental thing like yeah. i put i put him and it's this day he's like you tweaked my back like, yeah no that, it, that is a real thing and <laughs> people freak thing. people freak out yeah. and like that like that happens a lot like people go to comps and like they'll get blown out by guys who are on some stuff yeah or they're course. just like freaks and then yeah. like they'll come back and then like they're like dude I, tr- I hit i hit like i don't know like 200 on overhead press like why well, i'm only like at like 135 and i'm like dude i think you came back and you're a little traumatized yes that exactly. happens a lot that yes. happens a lot like your confidence mm-hmm. plays a yeah. huge role and there's a lot of subconscious stuff going yeah. on like like in his case like you know he probably didn't even realize that your friend that like he was like i don't know like i don't want to say disappointed but it, you know it's like that like yep big what is that big fish in a little pond and then when you go out to the ocean yes. it's like oh and yes. that hits you hard and it kind of derails yes. your confidence a little bit yeah. and you don't even realize it till like it affects you physically. But yeah, in my husband's case, it's like, I think I put him in a bad mood <laughs> and then he's like trying to lift the weight he's been lifting. Oh and, no. So you, you know, tweaked his back. So I tweaked his back, you know, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to clip that. I'll put that I up. I'll put that up, on, I'll put that up on Instagram and be like, all right, here you guys go. <laughs> Definitely higher stuff. She tweaks yeah. backs. Um, no, but like it, it's fascinating how like that, 100% like can yeah. affect like how you're able to work your body like yeah. your mind plays a huge role so yeah, yeah. It, it's very nuanced again like there's so many things and people would like to just pinpoint one specific cause too that's the other thing like I could sit there and say okay it was me but yeah. you know I think maybe he was transitioning to night shift at that point so he probably didn't sleep very well that night uh, true, you know yeah. so like when you kind of look at the bigger picture yeah. or, like for some of my clients like they have like a road trip like we're in the car for six hours and oh, i train and the- them that monday and they're like i'm really stiff i don't feel right like and i'm like well you know how'd you sleep on your trip not well you know how long were you in the car six hours it's like and it's not that any of that is bad you got to live yeah. your life and do those things mm-hmm. but don't make that derail your fitness um your motivation to sure. work yeah. out yeah. you know like you, you still should work out but just again adjust Watch the weight load, yeah exactly load management is what i call it where it's like you are keeping a very close eye on um how things are feeling yeah you know like i always say the I body hate to, i hate to cut you oh. off but it, my laptop is just gonna She's gonna die. Okay. Yeah. Should we do like no. a like a wrap up? No. Yeah. You're good. You're. Okay. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. I'm you're so sorry. Fine. Can you believe we did an hour oh and 37? God. No. You're fine. No. You're good. You're, you're totally so fine. To this is great. No. This is fine. I, that's totally cool. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just yeah. No. I'm glad you did. Versus like we don't even get like a wrap. No. We're cool. Okay. But Here's all right, guys. Listen. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I have actually learned a lot of stuff on this podcast. <laughs> so I hope you guys learned too. Oh, I hope um, so. Now this is gonna air going into 23. Got you. So is there any big dates you want to put out there or check out my music on Spotify. I have all my singles and EPs up there and just check out my website, stephanie-grace.com to see what shows I have coming up. Cool. I'll yeah. put, I'll put everything up for you guys. You guys are going to see it live now. Um, power of editing. And um, yeah, guys, uh, thank you very much for having thank me. Thank you for and having this me. Awesome. This was awesome. Yeah.